that Harlem night. Gonna turn it up, please. Them Harlem nights. Gonna turn it up, please. I done fell in love with. Gonna turn it up, please. Them Harlem nights. Party at the bodega. What up, everybody? This is your man, Ben's Pharrell with Thinking Out Loud. How's everybody doing today? I hope everybody's doing good. All right. I ran into this one article. This one is crazy. This one, like, serious right here. Mobile, this, this, um, um, Afrobeat superstar in Nigeria. His name, Mobile. Nigerian fans demand justice after the Afrobeat star's death. Hundreds of fans of Afrobeat star Mobad, who died last week, have taken to the streets of Ibadan and Asaba in Nigeria, calling for justice. It follows similar protests and an outpouring of grief in other cities across southern Nigeria this week. The 27-year-old singer, whose real name was, you know, I don't know how to pronounce, pronounce these people's names. They're from Nigeria, so, you know, they speak a different dialect. So you got to bear with me how I try to pronounce their names. All right. Alirio Lawu Aloba. Alirio Lawu Aloba died in Logos Hospital. The exact circumstances of his death has not been made public. The Lagos state governor has promised a thorough investigation on Tuesday. Baba Jide Sanwo Alu tweeted that, he had invited the country's secret police to help find out what happened to the artist named Mobad. Asking anyone with information to come forward, but urging his fans to refrain from making inflammatory statements. You heard that? A special investigative team has been set up and the body of the singer is to be exhumed for an autopsy. So they already buried the body. So they had to exhume the body out of the damn burial, the burial. And then I got information on how they buried the man. It's very graphic and it's heartbreaking to the core. So I'm going to just keep on reading. All right. The hashtag Justice for Mobile has been trending on X, formerly known as Twitter, since the musician's death on Tuesday, September 12th. With emotions running high, some tributes have suggested that the singer had been bullied within the music industry. Outrage has particularly been directed at his former boss, Nayra Marley. That's his name. I don't know if I'm pronouncing it right. Nayra Marley with whom he had feuded with after he split from the Nigerian musician's label, Marlian Records, last year. Naira Marley himself has also called for a thorough investigation into Mobad's death. That sounds crazy right there. So he's been feuding with somebody, and then this same person said Naira Marley himself has also called for a thorough investigation into Mobad's death and pledged to assist with uncovering any foul play or injustice. The singer, who also called himself Imoli, the Yoruba word for light, was married and had a five-month-year-old son. He just had a kid. He began to make his name in 2019 thanks to his streetwise, sometimes lewd, 
relatable lyrics or relatable lyrics. That's what I meant to say. Sorry. He began to make his name in 2019 to his streetwise and sometimes lewd, relatable lyrics. Fans love his distinctive baritone voice. He was best known for his hit singles, KPK, Corporate, Corporate, and Ponmo, which featured musicians like Little Kesh and Nari Marley. Okay. He was with Marley and Records for about two years, helping it live up to his reputation of signing rebellious, nonconformist. When his Lagos home was raided by anti-drug enforcement agents in February 2022, he and other musicians were found in possession of drug MDA and cannabis, but they were not charged. After falling out with Marlon Records, he alleged that his tours were being deliberately sabotaged, sometimes canceled at the last minute by organizers. In June, he filed a petition with police in Lagos, alleging that Samson Balogun, a music promoter known as Sam Larry, had led a group of armed men to interrupt a video shoot. The artist named Mobad alleged, alleged he had been assaulted and some of his equipment had been destroyed. All right, the artist. So Mr. Balogun denied all of the allegations and the police say Mobile never followed through with the case. The music promoter has since reiterated that he was in, not involved and in saying he and that singer, he and the singer Mobile is on good terms. Videos of Mobile's complaints about his relationship with Marlon Records have resurfaced since his death, leading to groundswells of sorrow and cause from his fans to know more about how he died as well as holding marches across southern Nigeria. They have been donating to a fund set up by Mobad's colleagues for his son, Emoli. His fans and social media say similar demonstrations are being planned in Kenya's capital and Nairobi. And, and also they got little demonstrations in UK. This is a crazy, 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 crazy story. They said, bro, I don't got reports of when they buried Mobad the artist, when they buried him, um, his father. I don't know his name, I don't know his name of his father, but they say his father. I got reliable resources. Because I I get the news, when I report the news, I research a lot of stuff. They said the boy father, Mobad the artist, right? His dad, when they bury him, they went and got a casket for him, right? Mind you, they didn't even get the autopsy and how he really died. So the father rushed to, like, get his son buried. And then the casket, right? The casket was too small for the body of the artist's mobile. So the body, so the casket, the casket is too small for Mobad's body to fit in the casket. Yo, tell me why I got reports that they broke his neck to get him to fit into the casket to bury him and shit. I just read you the report that they exhumed his body to do another, to do an autopsy because they just set up a GoFundMe 
thing in southern Nigeria, uh, GoFundMe, and people were sending money because they want to know what happened to the artist mobile that got killed. And then they said, you know, I read the reports to you that they, that the um, label, music label that he was working for, he was continually getting harassed, bullied, getting beat on and stuff. And then the the head guy of that record label, what's his name? I already put down my iPad and shit like that because I was reading this shit too. Let me get, get it. Hold on. Uh, what's the uh, head dude? Marlion Records. Okay, Samsung, Bologu. I'm looking for the dude. Uh, okay, Nari Marley. All right. All right. With emotions running high, some tributes have suggested suggested that the singer had been bullied within the music industry. Outrage has particular particularly been directed at his former boss, Nare or Nara Marley. All right. I don't know how to pronounce his name right. Like Nara Marley, with whom he had feuded with. Hold on. He he was feuding with him. When um, Mobad split from the Nigerian musicians label, Marlion Records, last year. And then Neyra Marley himself has also called for a thorough investigation into Mobad's death and pledged to assist with uncovering any foul play. So the police, they said they got a secret police. Um... The Lagos state governor has promised a thorough investigation on Tuesday. Baba Jide Sanwo Olu tweeted that he had invited the country's secret police to help find out what happened to Mobile, asking anyone with information. So a secret police has been um, hired, you know, acquired some help and stuff like that, some different agencies to investigate in this situation. Man, this is ugly. Yo, this is so ugly. Like, bro, it shed lights. Shed lights to a lot of things. Shed lights. I've been talking about this a hundred times. I'm like, bro, some of these politicians, they're in pocket. You know what I'm saying? Y'all talking about border crisis? They ain't wanna talk about fentanyl, nigga. You don't know. What they doing behind them closed doors? And those are the people that you elect in power. That shit happening everywhere around the world, not just America. And all across the globe. There's places where you can't you're not even allowed to talk bad about the government. Off with your head. Think I'm playing, think I'm joking around. Phew. In America it's getting worse by the day. You got all types of groups and and people are emerging, getting, being offended by stuff that you say. Yo, yo, your First Amendment finna be taken away from you. You can't, you won't be able to say nothing. You say something, you're gonna offend somebody. And they're using those plagiarism just to, to, to get at you or to oppress you in a new form of, new fashion of form to uh, keep oppressing the, you see what I'm saying? Like, but the biggest thing that I always be talking about on these goddamn podcasts is about, yo, the politicians and these motherfucking, 
state representatives and all of that stuff, some of them get, is in pocket, man. Some some people some people is in pocket. The police is in pocket. They work for somebody. Police don't give a fuck about you or whatever that happened to you and stuff like that. Man, there's people out here that they they're out there on their own. They protect themselves. Real talk. Well, it's a nasty yo. That that story that I read to you, that's a nasty one right there. Like real talk. That shit nasty in all corners. Ugly in every level that you could think of. When I when I first got a whiff of this story right here, I was like, people were disgusting to the core. Shit is not even. I don't know what to tell you. That shit crazy. I'm gonna have like more details about this, uh, about that situation, but I'm gonna keep it moving. All right, Denver police searching for a female shooter who injured five people outside of Dirk's Bentley Whiskey Roll Bar. It's a restaurant named after a country singer, I guess. It's called Dirk's Bentley's Whiskey Roll Bar. All right, a female shooter injured five people outside of that bar. Police in Denver are searching Thursday for a female shooter who they say injured five bystanders after opening fire outside the Dirks Bentley's Whiskey Row Bar and Restaurant. Report says investigators told news sources that the gun fire erupted late Saturday night in the lower downtown neighborhood after the suspect who was in line to get into the country's music star's establishment, was stopped by security, who believes she may have not been using her own ID. Preliminary information indicates that the female suspect was denied entry to a bar in the 1900 block of Market Street. The suspect began walking away, but quickly returned to have another conversation with security staff. The Denver Police Department told news sources in the statement as the suspect walked away a second time, she produced a firearm and discharged, discharged the gun into the direction of the club multiple times, injuring five victims. Investigators believe the, victim, the five victims were not the intended targets. Police added, noting that all those struck suffer non-life-threatening injuries, and all of them are expected to be to, to survive. They seem to be some sort of confrontation or a fight over the verbal altercation at, at which she produced a handgun that was concealed on her person and started shooting. Armando Salde, executive director of the Dem Denver Public Safety, told news sources, basically, um, state agencies the denver police department on monday on monday released images of a woman wielding a firearm madison shanowski who news sources says was a witness described the shooting as happening really fast obviously there was gunshots uh there was quite a few i say maybe seven or eight of them in that moment, it's like flight or fight response, Shanowski said. When I first ran, I was kind of like, check yourself. Did I get hit? And then he was checking your people. Then you have to check your people. Did any one of them get hit? That's what Shanowski was saying. There was a girl that was two or three people in front of us, and she had been hit. I know that 
there was also another girl that was a couple of people behind us that had been hit, Shanowski added. You really don't know how you're going to respond until it happens, and hopefully it's not, it's not something that you ever really have to respond to, she told news sources. Not only it is traumatic to me, but for the victims as well. And I know that the suspect is still out there somewhere. And I feel like if anything, finding her will bring some sort of comfort to everybody that had to go through this um, that night. In a statement to news sources, a spokesperson from the Dirks Bentley's Risky Row said, We are very concerned about the ongoing criminal activity in Lodo and have been engaged with the city officials and neighborhood leaders on how to make a positive improvement in the area. Police are offering uh, a reward of $2,000 for information leading to uh, arrest. It is happening outside a country uh, rock pub or bar, if you want to call it like that. And then I, and there was some type of verbal altercation between some female patron that was trying to get into the bar. They were checking for IDs, and they said that she wasn't using her real ID so there was a uh, dispute about that. Then she had left, and then she came back a second time and got into some verbal argument with one of the security staff people. And I guess she was walking away, but this time she pulled out a damn handgun out of her purse, I guess, and she started sh bucking shooting at people. I guess she was shooting at the direction of the um, security, but she ended up shooting at the innocent bystanders that was in line waiting to get into the bar and stuff. Man, that's crazy, man. This is that Western civilization. This happened in Denver, Colorado. Man. And then I've been gone for, you know, I've been gone for a while, but bro, I got a life to live. I'm going to always do this podcasting stuff no matter what. You know I'll be doing it. It's not like, oh, I don't do podcasting and y'all people don't listen because it's obvious. Obviously, somebody be listening to me because the analytics show. And I'll be looking at that stuff. I'll be like surveillance uh, analytics to see what, how the numbers jump when I'm not on it what's going to happen. So, you know, I'm studying it. I'm new at this, so let me see if I'm going to do another one. Hold up. All right, 40, a faulty tire may have caused the I-84 bus crash that killed two people, injured dozens. Orange County, two adults have died. Five young people are in critical condition and dozens of others are injured following a serious bus crash on Interstate 84 in Orange County. The crash happened around 1.30 p.m. on Thursday afternoon in Wawayanda in Orange County. The view from a Sky Fox showed the Regency charter bus on its side and the scene swarming with first responders, some using ropes to make their way down to the spot where the bus came to arrest. Traffic appeared to be back up for miles in each direction and medical Medical hel helicopters could be seen departing the area. New sources report the crash involved students and chaperones from Farmingdale High School on Long Island. 
The bus was en route to band camp in Greeley, Pennsylvania. The bus had 40, hold on. The bus had 44 passengers, including four adults and 40 students. The two adults that were killed was a 43-year-old woman and a 77-year-old woman. Other victims, other victims were also taken to six different area hospitals. Police and EMS are currently on the scene. There are multiple road closures in the area, according to the New York State Police. The failure of a front tire may have caused the incident. The bus was the first of six heading to band camp. Students from buses through two, two through six are en route back to Farmingdale High School. On their way, they will be stopping at Orange County Community College along the way, going back to Farmingdale High School. Students will have the opportunity to stretch and meet with grief counselors. Once cleared, they will be returning to Farmingdale High School. Students from the first bus will be taken to the reunification center has been, that has been established at Orange County Community College in Middletown. How are they going to recover from this? Please don't let anybody be gone. These are my babies. They think they are big and tough, but they just are. They just babies, offered one parent at Farmingdale. We thought it was a joke. We didn't think it was this serious. It's horrible, added a student who said his friend had been flown from the crash site. Events at Farmingdale High School have been canceled for this evening. All right, that's... That's one thing that I've seen on the social media feed, too, and over there on Twitter and stuff like that. Uh, oh, yeah, I noticed that, that uh, Elon Musk was going talking about doing a small charging fee for the Twitter. I don't know if that's what he's trying to do, but it is what it is. I guess he's trying to suppress trolling or something like that. Maybe. I guess that's what he was trying to do. Hey, man. It's hard out here for a pimp. But, hey, it's we live in a world where it's good versus evil. So that's why I give you these stories so you can understand and be aware of your surroundings. And then y'all be hounding me to give you more and more like I'm some type of drug or something, man. I'm, I told you I'm going to hit you with another damn episode. I got to handle some business. Can I handle my business, ladies and gentlemen? Damn. And plus, doing these episodes, I mean, it looks like it's easy for me to do it. And plus, I'm not doing it in front of the camera. You're just listening to me on a podcast. This is like for the people that's like on their way to a nine-to-five job, the people that work in the daytime, as well as the people that work in graveyard shift. You see what I'm, you see what I'm saying? Because that's what I'm used to. I know that lifestyle right there when people got to go do some work and they need some source of escape, escapism. And I I'm, know I'm, I'm that guy that's going to help you get there. So I'm going to end this little segment right here. Sure, I'm going to hit you up with another one. I'm going to try my best to, like, pump out two tomorrow, hopefully, or maybe three. Because I don't be having the time like that to be doing it. And then I got to produce it real fast. Like, the producing process of making these little listening podcasts, pre-recorded podcasts, it's a, it's a sequence 
and a process and how you call it? What's the other word that I'm looking for? Uh, tedious. It's a tedious type of operation at the same time. You feel what I'm saying? And you got to do everything. You got to make sure you do everything. So the listener want to listen to the podcast. You can't just jump on the microphone and talk about anything. You got to tell the people what the hell going on around the world. That's why I'm doing it. All right? With a little a bit of my attitude behind the microphone at the same time. Because, you know, I'm tired of being sick and sick of being tired. But, well, I'm going to cut this apple pie short and sweet. I'm sorry I have to do it. You can follow me on Instagram. That's Box Benji. I haven't been on the YouTube lately because I've been focusing on TikTok. You can follow me on TikTok as well as Instagram. All you got to do is type in the search engine, Box Benji. That's B-O-X-B-E-N-J-I. You type that in there, you're going to find your man, Benz Pharrell. We're thinking out loud. I promise you. So I'm going to holler at you people later with another segment. Don't you even worry about it, all right? You know I got you. One. Gonna turn it up, please. Them Harlem nights. Party at the Bodega. 